Hey, welcome to Church Alive. Our mission is to reach, teach, and empower people to impact their generation for Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 39. I want to read this here. I preached the first uh, service, second service, and the third service from the same scripture portion, but three different messages. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than, can we all say that word? Conquerors, Conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So the Lord spoke to me every year I pray for a theme. I'm somebody like I want to know where God wants me to go. I'm a kind of go-getter by God's grace. So that's why I want to know what really God wants. Every year I pray for a theme. And this year the Lord spoke to me clearly. This is the year of conquering. So when I heard that word conquering, I literally thought to myself, oh no. <laughs> you, know, you know why? Before, before you conquer, you have to battle. So battle all the time is not easy. I have a broken head, broken bones. I was stoned for preaching Jesus. They put gun to my head to decide what I want. I want Jesus. You know, a lot of threats on my life and persecution in India. That church, the one of the pictures that was a burned down churches. So with all that, I thought to myself, oh no, Lord, you know. But... This verse came to my mind, verse 39, you know, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. So in those five verses, three verses speaks about the difficulties. I counted all of them, all the list I read. There were 17 of those impossible things, humanly speaking. But in the middle of that, three verses talks about the love. And then it's because of the love we can be the conquerors. It's not because of us. It's because of him who called us. The morning, the first service I spoke on, the unconditional love of God. Shared about the, the to save time I will use the prodigal son. And the second service I spoke about the sacrificial love of God unselfish love of God from John chapter 8 where the woman caught in adultery where people wanted to come shame every pain that she has to go through but Jesus hugged her, took her close to him and she said I will take that pain, I will take that shame, I will take that I have come to forgive you and to cleanse in my blood 
and to the, the final message I want to share about the unlimited love of God. Unlimited, man. I mean, that's like a, there's no limit height, you know. So when Paul was writing to the church in Ephesians, Ephesus chapter 3, verse 18, he talks about the depth, the width, and the height of the love of God. He understood that totally. I'm from India. In this country, this is a country of colors and nations. You don't even know who they are from. That's what I'm telling. I'm from, I still live in India. I'm a brown, beautiful brown guy. <laughs> and uh, so, but India is a great country. It's an amazing nation, country of languages. We have 1,632 languages and dialects in India. And every state has a different language. India is a country of religions, except Christianity. Most of the religions were born in India. The Hinduism, Sikhism, Jainism, Buddhism, New Age movement, yoga, all these were born in India and were exported to the many nations. Then the many cultures. But amazing thing with India is India is the largest democratic country in the world. With all this, it's a, it's a unity in diversity. And with all these caste systems and the cultures, different cultures, and uh, what I really want to share with you is his love to my people has no limit. He loved my country. I would say, friends, more than any other countries in the world. Is God partial? I don't know, but as an Indian, I really believe he loved my country. I will tell you three reasons why. And number one is, when Jesus was alive in the first century, he had chosen 12 to be with him. Out of 12 disciples he had with him, two were sent to India in the first century itself. Thomas was definitely was in India. He was, he was, he became a martyr in India. He was, he was pierced, pierced to death on a mountain. And they still call that mountain the St. Thomas Mount. Not only Jesus shed his blood for my people, but even Thomas came and shed his blood for my people. Is that not enough to say that how much God loved my people. If the blood of Hebel cried out unto God and God heard the cry of the blood of Hebel, is God ignorant of the cry of the blood of Thomas from my nation? And my people worship 330 million so-called gods and goddesses. The reason is, so loving people, friendly people, they want God, but they don't know who is true and living God. In the process of trying to find God, the enemy has thrown these idols in front of my people. And it looks like the enemy has made India as his headquarters with 330 million so-called gods and goddesses. Is that not a proof to know that how much God loves my country. Because God loves my country. The enemy wants to distract my people. My people love God. Even to the point. 
they sacrifice their own children. They leave their children alive in the rivers to please these idols. Still, human sacrifices has been given out. They still do human sacrifices to please these idols as a part of worship. And number three, even before Jesus came to this world, even before Christ, the name of Bible, I don't know how many names of the nations were written in the Bible, the Holy Bible, but the name of India is written two times in the book of Esther, chapter 1, chapter 8. And the reason it was mentioned at that time was the people of God were in trouble. Letters were sent by the king to destroy all the people that love God, the Jewish people in those days, to 127 provinces or the nations. In their own language, dates were fixed, letters were sent, and all Jewish people in those days and that time were waiting to be killed. It's because of one man's pride. Mordukai, a Jewish man, did not bow down his head for this man, one man, Haman, who was a, a cruel man. Because of that, he was so upset and angry. He convinced the king to destroy the people in 127 nations who was under him. He was a Persian king. Letters were sent. Letters were everywhere. And I want to show you a small clip of what happened then. I want you to say this. Mordecai read that letter. I'll be to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. After Mordecai read the decree and perceived all that was done, he rent his clothes and dressed in sackcloth to mourn with all the Jews. Everything was set. But here is the man who knows the plan of God and purposes of God. It's important to know, friends, God's plan, God's purposes for our lives. That man, he not only knows what God wants him, what God's plan for his life, but he wants to stand in the gap. And the time came for him. We are going to see that little clip of what Mordecai did after he knew what the king wanted. <laughs> yeah. 
It's one thing to know God's will for our lives. And another thing to obey and put ourselves standing in the gap. Friends, we are ordinary people. They were like slaves in that country. They were taken as slaves. But time has come for God to prove that he is the God of the universe. He still sits on the throne. He is still the ruler of the nations of the world. And he is almighty or powerful. The man who understood the plan and purposes of God. Let's see what he did. Can you show me the next clip? My child, an evil abounds in the king's court. Amon hath won the king's heart and has offered a sum of money for the king's treasuries that he might destroy the Jews. Here is the decree that was given at Shishon to destroy us. For the good of thy father's house, I charge thee to go in unto the king and make supplication unto him for thy people. The man with the vision, friends, makes the difference in the society. It doesn't matter who you are. If you have a vision from the Lord, I could not believe this guy. When he speaks, I don't even understand all of that unless I'm close to him. Because he speaks a different dialect from Australia. <laughs> and God brings him to this great nation. And he goes to liberty there. And he comes here just to watch what is happening, Anthony. This is such a proof, my friends, what God can do. Yes. With one individual willing to lay down their lives for the purposes of Christ. Knowing God's will is do undoing God's will. I tell you, one man with God is the majority, irrespective of how strong the enemy looks like. Doesn't matter how much power the king has. He thought he can destroy the God's people in 127 nations. He could not have thought that this man who was brought to his nation as a slave has more power than the man who was sitting on the throne because God is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There's no power on earth can stand before the resurrected power of our Christ, my friends. We are, yes, ordinary people, but we have an extraordinary God. I always tell people, one man, with God is the majority. That man understood God's plan, put himself there, cried out unto God. He risked his own life. The punishment is he can be killed. He can be easily killed. Mordecai should have been killed because God in it, God, he stood for the purposes of God. I remember the day when they put gun to my head. I was a part of Communist Party. I was involved in gangs, even to the point of killing people. I was an angry young man. They put gun to my head and they said, decide what you want. Because they didn't want to lose me. You want your Jesus or you want your life? I know I was a part of it. 
five people came couple of them were trained by me i know it was business for them there was a fear in my heart i had two children then i had a wife i loved jesus but i had so loved my children and my wife it was hard decision to make i did not answer immediately but god gave me grace i looked into their eyes i said guys you know me i trained you but i wanted to let you know to be where i am now you should know that whom i believed is real and i said i would rather die than to give up on jesus I was honestly willing to die. What the guy was willing to die. He didn't die. The man who held the gun, his hand started shaking, to fall down. Two of them knelt down, gave their hearts to the Lord. I'm still alive, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said, if you try to keep your life you will lose it yeah. if you are willing to lay down lose it you will gain it yeah. that's the beauty with the jesus yeah. but amazing things happen afterwards i have a privilege of planting like in 30 years we planted 10000 churches in india wow. we took care of 4800 children that lived with us so far we provided them food and education we trained 2500 pastors and amazing things traveled to 55 nations we feed people in germany every weekly twice we feed people in madagascar this untouchable boy grew up with no food for 2 3 days feeding thousands of meals every day but i want to show you the final clip My queen, Mordecai giveth this message in return. If thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall thou and thy father's house be destroyed. What doth he mean, thy father's house? Is that all? No. He hath said also, Who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? hard it's difficult but are we living in the society today the time has come for church of the living god for such a time as this to take right decisions india was ruled last 5 years by a very strong hindu government 
We went through a lot of persecution last five years. Many churches were burned. Many pastors were beaten up. Some of them were killed. Again, last month we had national elections. The government that came to power was the same government with more majority. Now they have the enough majority to change the constitution of India. India constitutionally is a secular country, but they want to change it to be a Hindu nation, which would make us more difficult to be Christians. By 2021, they want to make India totally Hindu nation. They don't want Christians and Muslims to be, to, to be alive or to stay in that country. But friends, we are not afraid of that. If the Roman government in the first century could not stop the spreading of the gospel, many nations in many times in the history, the communism, we thought it would invade the whole world and stop the spreading of the Christianity. They failed. I believe with all my heart, because of the three things I shared with you about India. India shall be called a Christian nation one day. If the, if the Bible verse that says John 3.16 is real, true. That says God so loved the world. India has the one-sixth of the world population. How can God cannot love one-sixth one of the world population, which is an Indian continent? I did not share this in the first service. I did not share this in the second service. But I want to share it so that it would be in the tape, so that you guys can pray for us. There's no fear of death, but my heart breaks for my people. There are amazing people. They are looking for God. They want God. God brought me from nowhere. He kept me where I am. Before the elections started in April, we also had elections for our state. The party that won the elections is a Christian man. A Christian politician before elections, he called me. I had a phone call from his office. They said, the leader wants you to come and meet him. I could have ever imagined the leader of a political party would call me, a person like me. And I said, actually, sir, it's a wrong number. <laughs> he called the wrong number. And they confirmed, are you a supadam? I said, yes. Are you from Love and Care Ministries? I said, yes. Are you from Vishakhapatnam? I said, yes. Sar wants you. He called five people from 50 million people of my state to meet with him. I had a privilege of meeting with him. And can you show that picture if you have? That was a part of the pictures before. And uh, yes, 
i was i was the man who was standing there and the man right to me is the youngest politician ever became a head of the state government he won the election with the with us a landslide victory it never happened in the history of india one political party winning so many seats we have 175 seats in our state he won 151 it's an amazing thing when he called me he looked at me and said two things he asked me to come to the other side by his side untouchable boy <laughs> you know he said help me and cooperate with me and i said i will take care of the tribal area we have many churches in tribal area and i gave him two names who could win the elections from that part representing the tribal area the two names i mentioned to him he selected them for the county and they both won the elections wow. and actually actually they asked me if i could be a spiritual advisor for the government of andhra pradesh we are serving the god who is the god of impossibilities i don't know what you feel about you my friend sitting here this morning thinking that you are nobody neglected going through hurts pain suffering maybe thinking that nobody likes you nobody wants you you may be like an orphan girl like esther like the woman that was caught in adultery going through shame amma ja gone far away from the love of god but god has a plan for you god has a plan for you nobody can ever change that god's plan in your life if god nobody can change god's plan in my life who can change god's plan for your life god is eternal his plan is eternal his purposes are eternal i bought a mountain from the government in 19 i applied for in 97 god spoke to me and said build a prayer mount for me in india god provided me money in one month i bought it if you have that picture the mountain i i, I, I paid every month and i bought it that's the mountain on the left side on the top that's a five acres of land all mountains belongs to the government that's for greenery and the animals they don't sell it i wrote the letter and said i want to buy that mountain people thought i was crazy you want to buy our mountain yeah i said yeah it took seven and a half years for the government to make a decision in 2005 i paid all the money 85000 us dollars in 2005 for this untouchable boy that's a lot of money but not to god god provided i bought it <laughs> so <laughs> So the Lord spoke to me and the right side if you see the mountain that's how it's going to look like 
on the top of it 24/7 a prayer mount on the bottom left side that would be a, that will look like that bottom picture that's a 100 bedded hospital i shared in the first two messages i have no time to share but my mom had a swollen knee my dad has no money to take her to the hospital and she died in my heart crying day and night that's where i became like an animal i was so hurt that's where i went into gangs i was so angry i tried to kill myself two times then i thought i would rather live and prove that i'm also a human being even if i have to kill people i did that but that would be a 480 rooms 122000 square foot building on the right side of the mountain a home for the mentally disabled children a home for the elderly moms like my mom and a staff housing right now i built this building on the mountain for prayer we built it in 5 weeks 2 months ago the prayer is going and it's a huge one but friends this would be an amazing testimony for the glory of god you can pray for us to complete all the five projects on that please hear my heart i don't travel to raise money that's not the reason i believe god is sending me to these nations i'm a missionary with a message but you can stand with us and pray we made 3 million dollars to pre- to to finish all the construction on that building one american dollar goes it becomes a 70 dollars when it goes to india multiplies 70 times so friends i don't know what you are thinking about you but i have a word from the lord god has called you for such a time as this we need mordukais and we need esthers the people who know god's plan to encourage and equip you blessed me you blessed me with what you are doing with your men and i asked anthony if i can borrow that material that material will serve the nations anthony we will translate that material anthony we will translate that material we will use that material in many nations and all the love and care ministries wherever love and care ministries is that material is going to be useful that would bless many men that will raise up its equipping the saints for the work of the ministry it's equipping people we it's not enough to have mordukais we need esthers it's not enough to have the vision accomplishing the vision is the ultimate purpose of our lives the vision god has revealed through mordukai accomplished to esther what an amazing thing what god can do and you and me are a part of that bigger plan of god and god has called each one of us for those purposes and as my wife said there's a book written on my life and i said it in the second service i don't sell it because nobody can buy it it's too expensive <laughs> because my life friends it's about my life my life is too expensive but any donation i want the message to go out they are available at the back table please feel free to take it any donation that will go into the ministry 
and thank you so much but I, before i close this word i will tell you this each one of you are special don't let the devil deceive you that you're nobody we are all created in the image of god we are all created for the purposes of god and for the glory of god there's no one useless in the body of christ god can use all of us it doesn't matter where you from we are children of the living god if you have not given your heart to the lord god loves you with an unconditional love god loves you with an undivided love unsacrificial love and his love has no limit the reason i said unlimited no limit is god's love started before the foundations of the world about my country my people he's still continuing to love our nation until it gets saved you may be from different nations i want you to think about your nations i want you to think about your nations start praying for your nations because god's faithfulness endureth forever and pray for india pray for us thank you If you want to hear more empowering messages and learn more about Church Alive, make sure to follow us on social media and check out our website at churchalive.tv. We hope to see you this weekend. Have a great week.